and welcome to the Pastor Mike Drop Podcast. I am so excited for today's episode because, Emily, yes, it's Spouses Day for us. It's a special one. It is a special one. Uh, we are joined today uh, by our spouses. Why don't you, Emily is my co-host. Uh, hello, Emily. Hello. And please introduce your wonderful husband. Yes, this is my husband, Chris. Hello. Thanks for being here. <laughs> <laughs> It's it's not intimidating at all to be here. So. Yeah. Oh. We're happy to have you. It's going to be fine. Kind of like going to the dentist and getting a root canal. It's going to be it's going to be absolutely fine. You won't feel a thing. <laughs> and this is my wonderful wife, Sally. Hello, Sally. Hello. Welcome to uh, this episode of the Pastor Mike Podcast today. We're talking about an important topic, and it definitely is one of those places where faith and daily life meet, uh, because the Bible has a lot to say about love and marriage. Uh, we are in love. You guys are in love. Mm-hmm. We are married to to each. Let's just be clear. Yep, that's, <laughs> that's right. We're the mm-hmm. two here and the two there, uh, and that is something that a lot of people do separate from faith and mm-hmm. separate from uh, what Scripture says. But that doesn't make any sense because the Bible has a lot to say about this. And what's more, if we just go back to the origination of it all, God's the inventor of love and marriage. Mm. So I think it it behooves us. That's the first time I've ever used the word behoove in a a podcast. (laughs) Sounds good. But I think it would be, I think it's smart for us uh, and wise to go back to the one who invented it once in a while and review and make sure that we're aligned. Mm-hmm. With God's intent as the inventor of marriage, with what He had in mind mm-hmm. for marriage and and for love, so we're going to talk about that today. But we want to do a little getting to know you segment mm-hmm. uh, as we begin. So, Emily, what is our getting to know you today? Where did each couple meet, and how long have you been married? Wow! Why don't you go first, Sally? Where Where did we meet? We met in the church parking lot at Edison Park Lutheran Church in Chicago. A match made at church. Yes. Right before we went mini golfing. So oh. with our each right. mm-hmm. My family was moving to Chicago. My dad had just uh, taken the, the call, it's mm-hmm. called, to become the new pastor of Edison Park Lutheran Church on the northwest side of Chicago. And who knew when I uh, showed up for the first night uh, for the first youth group outing, that I would meet my future wife. And That's so great. there she was. And she didn't even look at me, but it was fine. <laughs> I think I saw you first, actually. <laughs> yes, I think you I think saw you. You think you what? I think I saw you first. Okay, wow. First, so you were in first high actually, you said. Okay. Was it high yes. school? Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, it well was I wasn't. Not yet. I wasn't in high school It was yet. before either of us had started high school, but okay. we were mm-hmm. both going into high school. Okay. Yeah, yeah, right. And how long have you been married? 32 years. <gasps> That's how old I am. Yeah. Whoa! <laughs> <laughs> I don't even, I yeah, don't even yes. know what to say. It was a great year. Yes. I, I think that, that was, was the, awesome. That was the ultimate mic drop moment. <laughs> <laughs> that, was, that was the end of the show. That was, that was it. That was just, that's all. That's great. Let's move on. Yeah. <laughs> We're also a match made in church. Yeah. This one. Chris, yes. how did you guys meet? Yeah, are we going to tell my version or your version of the story? <laughs> you can go ahead. How about both, and then we'll figure out the truth. We yeah, we met we met here uh, at Hope. Um, the funny thing is, we'd both been going here. Our families had gone here for uh, a long time, and maybe knew of each other, uh, but uh, never really connected. Um, both went to Valley, but mm-hmm. at different times. Mm-hmm. Um, huh. He's just that much older. You are also younger than me. 
<laughs> That's twice We're now. Only four years apart. Yeah. So we went off to colleges, separate colleges, came back, and actually yeah. met here out on uh, Wednesday nights. Uh, uh, you yeah. were working, and I was volunteering, and yeah, and uh, hmm. took me a while to figure it out, but I eventually yeah. wised up, and uh, <laughs> and then we yeah, that that was, that was the history. beginning of the story. Yeah. But, so I was running the Wednesday night kids program. Yep. He was volunteering for Power Life, which was just enough later that I would get done with work and then kind of go upstairs and hang out huh. where he would be. So, so you would see each other, and then d- did you ask her out? Did you did you get eventually hang out together in groups someone, first? Or someone had to encourage it. That's the part that I was a little slow. <laughs> <laughs> you know, sometimes that's better. You you just want to you know be deliberate about these things, uh-huh. right? If 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 it's worth it, you take your time. That's it worked right. out. It worked out. Good. Well, let's get right into it, huh? Yeah. That, that's who we are. That's how we met. Uh, that's the beginning of our of our stories, our love stories. But uh, we want to we want to dive in, and we, so we have this thing called the two minute drill. There it is. Two minute drill. <laughs> that is our wonderful Khalil Carter, uh, who uh, jumps in, and he actually has professional football coaching experience. Yeah. So when he does that, I'm just like I'm fired up. You're I'm getting ready. ready. Let's let's do this. Okay. First question. What is it about your spouse that made you fall in love with them once upon a time? Two minutes to answer that one, mm-hmm. huh? So what is it, Sally? That made you- <laughs> let's, let's just let you take all two minutes on that one. Okay. I could. I could take two minutes. Wow. I could take a half hour. Yeah. It's hard to say because there are so many things. But I would say um, the thing about that really attracted me to Mike um, was – how fun he is. He's hilarious mm-hmm. and just fun. And, and, uh, <laughs> <laughs> at least you think so. <laughs> yes. He makes me laugh every day, every day. But there's so many more things besides that. I mean, um, yeah, he's cute. He's tall. <laughs> let's, Wait, let's... I'm going to blush. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so let me just finish that out then. In the other direction, the thing about my spouse that made me fall in love with her. With you, Sally, is uh, it? It is a list that is very, very long. Mine too. Mine too. (laughs) Your faith is strong. That's absolutely essential to me. Uh, You know, the the Bible talks about being equally yoked. I think Mm -hmm. that that makes it a lot easier. Uh, I I knew that I would need that. I knew that that was a high priority for me. Um, and then there's all the other things too. Uh, you are attractive to me in every possible way. So uh, that w- that was a no brainer. And then after you were done dating the 172 guys that came before me, uh, I was I, I finally had my opportunity. So uh, that that was uh, that was a very very exciting time. Yeah. It was. And and talking about faith, and for me, it was interesting because. Um, I really, it was really important for me to marry somebody who was Lutheran. And oh. I kind of was brought up that way. And it was great that he was Lutheran. It did not hurt Everything my cause. Together. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And yeah. now people understand, oh, okay, that makes sense. Yeah. That, there's got to be some weird reason yeah. why he ended up with him. <laughs> He's so Lutheran. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you hear that all the time. Yeah. So Lutheran. <laughs> yes. I don't think that would be an issue anymore, but there. <laughs> no, I don't think it is how about, anymore. How about for you guys? What is yeah. it about each other that, uh, that made you say, I do? Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's not fair that I have to go after the pastor on that question. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to let you guys go first next time. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, you know, getting back to that first question, um, one of the reasons, in all seriousness, why it, I was slow on those Wednesday nights to pick up, because I wasn't, I wasn't good at dating. I didn't like it too much. Yeah. You know, you, you go out on a bunch of dates, and yeah. you can tell right away it's, it's not a fit. And, uh, but with Emily, 
I, I, I that first date was different, and I found myself having fun, and it was easy, and yeah, and that to me was the immediate difference. And then, and then the second date, actually, you're looking forward to it, and and so I mean, to me, I I knew at that point it was, um, just we we had a great time together. We clicked. Fit. It was a fit. Yeah. So yeah, was, I'd say the same thing. It yeah. was just super easy. We could talk for hours and. And we were on the same page about so many things, and and it was really great. Uh, that is that is a fit, and yeah. and, the, and that that is just it, isn't it? I mean, I jokingly was saying before all the, all the guys Sally dated, it wasn't because she was trying to; it's because they lined up to ask her out. But but it but it's not that that isn't enough in the end, right? Mm-hmm. It isn't enough that other people like that person or other people are interested in that person. When it's all said and done, it has to be that fit. Mm-hmm. It has to be that connection, that person that God For has sure. brought into your life and that connects to you mm-hmm. in in a very important and special way. Yeah. Second question. If a newly engaged couple approached you and asked for marriage advice, what would you say? Mm. How about you guys? What What would you say in that situation? Yeah. I would tell people just to communicate as much as possible. You can't anticipate what's to come in your life. And so... Uh, the vows that you're going to make are so real. Um, and so as much as you can to just talk about uh, your needs together, what you see uh, your future to hold, and and make sure you're on the same page about those things. I think most important is figure out your value. So in our case, our faith would be top priority. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. How you? Yeah, I, I would say, you know, don't be afraid to you know, have your own story and do it your way. I mean, we, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. you know, we talked to a lot of people back then and, mm-hmm. and, and great advice and you take bits and pieces mm-hmm. from a lot of people, but you figure out your own story and how it works for you and, mm-hmm. um, you know, don't feel like you have to do it someone else's way. It's mm-hmm. so important. How about you, Sally? What would you say to somebody who asks for some marriage advice who's just getting engaged? I would say um, never forget why you why you fell in love with mm-hmm. each other. Um, those qualities are always there, and um, just remember that because um, you can just have fun, you know, just loving the person that you fell in love with, mm-hmm. and um, just always focus on that. I think that's great. I would just add that I think um, it's important that you continually pursue each other. Mm-hmm. Yes, that you don't stop dating. Mm-hmm. That, that you continue to woo <laughs> the other person and 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 court that person and do those things that that um, helped lead that person to fall in love with you in the first place. I think yeah. that's so important. Um, and also not to expect each other to be perfect, right. uh, to, to have a lot of grace for each other. You're not getting married to perfect the other person. Mm-hmm. Um, marriage is has to be grace-based. It has to be a place where forgiveness uh, wins the day every day, uh, if it's going to be a healthy marriage, if it's mm-hmm. going to be strong, and if it's going to continue to grow. I think that's really important. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, next question: Does your Christian faith make a positive difference in your marriage? No, nah, not really. After <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of separate. No, <laughs> it makes all the difference uh, in in the world. I, I think for us, because not just because of the counsel that Scripture gives us about marriage. You know, like I just said in the last question, that having grace for each other, having mm. forgiveness for each other, not expecting the other person to be perfect. I know that that helps me a lot <laughs> uh, as, as far as being a, uh, somebody that Sally can continue to choose to love. Oh. Uh, but but I think that it's it's also important just to keep Christ at the center of that mm-hmm. relationship. 
in every possible way to to know that the God who brought us together is the God who keeps us together, mm-hmm. and that love is this gift that we get to open up each and every day if we choose wisely, and choose that love for each other in a Christ-like way. And the way God chooses love for us, that inspires us to choose love for each other. Right. I agree. Um, I feel like, you know, as as you are married, it's great to pray for your spouse every day. And I think with that, that helps keep you real, you know, that helps you realize that, you know, sometimes maybe I'm not right in this situation and it helps you compromise things. And, and then yeah. also just remember, you know, the great qualities that your spouse has um, as you go through each day. Yeah. How about Pro- you guys? Yeah. I think it calls us to be kind with each other to have that grace. Yeah. Kind's ask, a good word. Yeah, yeah. And I, I think that it also gives you a great perspective of a bigger picture and what our purpose really is and and that leads you to th- doing things together in a different way mm-hmm. for sure mm-hmm. yeah i mean it's easy to get caught up in the moment and and forget about that stuff but mm-hmm. but you can uh, get you can purposely get back to mm-hmm. those foundations and 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 follow those and and make a choice to to do that yeah we've also made vows before god too right yeah right. and said we've made a commitment to this person to be faithful to to um to continue to be together as husband and wife for the rest of our earthly lives. And that is that is a commitment that the the bar goes higher because it's a commitment we made before God. And mm-hmm. so I think faith influences that commitment too. Mm-hmm. Hey, Pastor Mike, you brought up a, a funny story. I always tell Emily we'll be together forever. And, uh, <laughs> and then she says, well, we'll see about that in heaven. She's not so sure. <laughs> Can we get the pastor's Will input we be on this? Married in heaven. <laughs> Here's what I know for sure, because because people go to a, a text that says in marriage they're not given over to marriage, or or it, but it sometimes gets interpreted carelessly to assume that means we aren't married. Here's what I know for sure: you won't be in heaven and be disappointed. Yeah. Uh, and so <laughs> and so and so, if it would be disappointing for you not to be married to Emily. There's no way that could possibly be. So there's that, right? Yeah, that's a good answer. Uh, <laughs> it, it, it'll, 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 be, it'll, it'll be better than what we could ever possibly imagine. Uh-huh. We, we, will, we will be very satisfied with what God does on that issue. Great question. Well, I get that a lot, actually. Yeah. It's not like I didn't want to. <laughs> that I wasn't sure. Let's clarify. That's right. I, I got you. That's good. Okay, next question. <laughs> oh, we're, I'm not going to be invited No, back. moving on. <laughs> I'll invite you back. I, yeah, I don't know if my question. co-host yeah, right. I don't want you to come back. Uh, question four. What would you tell your wedding day self about marriage based on what you know now? Maybe things you've learned from experience, something that surprised you. What would you tell yourself? This is going to be great. Mm-hmm. That's, that, that's what I tell myself. <laughs> what would you say, Sally? <laughs> I would say you're in for 32-plus uh, magical years that are full of uh, living life together. Um, sometimes there's tears in the hard times and mostly joy. Yeah, there's... there's All the time. Yeah. You're, you're going to make me cry now. You know, you give me that look. Um, there's something about marriage, and the here's here's what I'd tell my my uh, newly married self, like on my wedding day. You don't, you're not going to believe this because you think you love her more than you ever possibly could right now, like right. on your wedding day, that it right. could never grow beyond this. Mm-hmm. But if if you keep Christ at the center, and if if you continue to pursue each other, and if you make this a priority, believe it or not, it's going to grow. It, it's going to get even better. 
and and that doesn't mean it's going to be easy. Marriage is hard work if it's if you're doing it right mm-hmm. because you have to pour into each other uh, and and sacrifice and surrender and put the other person ahead of yourself and and that's how the two become one. But but man, it's so rewarding when that when 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 God gets a hold of that and blesses it. That's the two truly becoming one. Thirty two years later. Yeah, there's no doubt we're more in love now than for we sure. were mm-hmm. uh, for sure. when when we got married, and we were mm-hmm. we're pretty tight then too. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And that's for that's sure. not like to say, and we're going to go over the time here, but that's not to say that it's just all some you know romantically perfect mm-hmm. kind of thing. Uh, we're no, we're human. We have to work at it. We 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 have to, and we have to, we go through hard times. We've had grief mm-hmm. and sorrow and mourning and frustrations and disappointments in our lives and you know you hold each other through that and you walk through that together mm-hmm. yeah uh, yeah so. yeah for me the when i say the tears it's it's not that i feel like we've had rough patches it's it's the in sickness and in health mm-hmm. and when your you know family members or mm-hmm. each other might have some health issues it's it's that's hard but mm-hmm. you hang on to each other you pray about it and mm-hmm. you're a team that just plows through yeah you, and you give each other room and you grow deeper yeah. together yeah mm-hmm. okay so we took all yeah, two minutes, we took two plus, minutes. <laughs> sorry but but i really want to hear what you guys have to say about this what would you say now i saw your wedding day selves yes because i officiated uh-huh. at your wedding we were so there. It was a beautiful wedding yeah <laughs> it was uh right upstairs uh-huh, actually yeah. in the chapel mm-hmm. right so uh, what would you say to that, Chris, and to that, Emily? Mm-hmm. You know, I, I think I'll maybe steal what you say a lot, which is, you know, enjoy the season you're in. Yeah. And it's mm-hmm. it, my personality, at least, is uh, I'm always looking forward to the next. So, you know, when you're first married, it's like, well, you know, looking forward to having kids or you're looking forward to then kids being out of diapers or kids being older and uh, just, you know, to to enjoy every stage you're in. Yeah. Um, because they're all different and they all have great things and and just don't live miss it up. don't miss it live it up. I say live it up. Yeah, I would say it's the start of an adventure. And so it's mm-hmm. going to take you in all different turns and you are going to keep learning about each other and about yourself. I think marriage teaches you a lot about yourself. Um I had this thing when we first got married. Well, I had always had this idea that when you got married, you should know everything about each other. And that's just not possible because no. you don't know what you're going to face. And so for quite a while, we had this little game where I'd be like, here's something you don't know about me. <laughs> I respond poorly in this situation. <laughs> or I put the toothpaste this way. <laughs> like, right, right. Little things. And so it's just not possible on that day to know everything that's coming your way. But if you're united and you face it like an adventure you're on together, then you're going to have a lot of fun. Yeah. Yeah. That's and, for sure. And keeping the fun in it is important, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. You, you, and you guys are at a different stage. It's interesting to hear you say that, Chris, that, you know, enjoy the moment, quoting your wife, probably, yeah. but, yeah. but enjoy the season. Enjoy, the, enjoy what you're in. Mm-hmm. You guys, you know, Ella, Lily, and Brock are little, mm-hmm. right? Uh, preschool, kindergarten age and under. Mm-hmm. Uh, our kids are out of the house. We're empty nesters. I'm telling you, that's worth looking forward to, too. <laughs> yeah. uh, there, there's, it's there, fun. You miss them, but there's yeah. some major advantages mm-hmm. to that, too. Yeah. If you've invested in the marriage. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. You know, and if not, you can get back to that and, and pour into it, mm-hmm. and marriages can be reconciled and saved, too. But mm-hmm. let's move on. Yeah, last question. Uh, what are some things you do as a couple to honor God's intent for having a marriage that will last? Hmm. Where, where, why don't you guys begin with this one? 
since we took all the time last yeah. time. <laughs> yeah, I think to uh, keep God at the center, uh, that's what God wants. And so uh, we make that a top priority by putting uh, things like praying together and worshiping together and serving together, uh, teaching our kids about God. Um, but going back to that kindness piece of just how we treat each other, I think is most important. Right. And and knowing what's important to the other person. Um, yeah. Because we each have different different things and yeah. um so to to be purposeful and in, in in doing things that that will bring us closer together and and be lasting, you know, that's that's important. Yeah. It really is. How about you, Sally? Well, we're loyal to each other. That's mm-hmm. um I know God wants that and that's been a great thing for us. I know that um I can totally trust Mike and mm-hmm. you know, he knows that I have only I only have eyes for him. Mm-hmm. So um the trust we have for each other is is great. I'm glad you brought that up. I think that's really, really important. And you know, we've talked about some important things already. Mm-hmm. Communication mm-hmm. you brought up, Emily, and uh, being in the moment and uh, uh, forgiveness and grace for each other and being loyal to each other. If we're going to really dive into this biblically, one of the major themes in Scripture of what a marriage is is, is being faithful to each other, mm-hmm. which means you do only have eyes for each other those kinds of eyes, right? Mm-hmm. That the kinds of eyes that are saying that this is the person for me, and there will be no other. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm going to put a I'm going to put a thick black line around that, mm-hmm. and that's going to be safe space. Um, that's that's going to be a commitment, not just that I make to God, but to my spouse. That I am I am not going. I'm going to practice self control. I'm not going to give in to the temptations that might be out there for any of us. Mm-hmm. Because out of lo- out of commitment to God, but also out of love for the person I made this vow to, mm-hmm. um, that faithfulness is so important. Because when you have that, uh, and and you know that you have that, you have this thing called trust. And if mm-hmm. you have this thing called trust, if you truly can trust the person you're with, and you've been with for 32 years, and you know it's just the two of you. Uh, and people who are listening, some have been married 50, 60 years. Mm-hmm. Right. That, those things are – that's magical. I mean, that, that, is, that is really a wonderful, wonderful thing, and there's nothing else like it. That bond is deep. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and for those who are listening are like, okay, so my spouse cheated on me once upon a time, and mm-hmm. so we just – that's it. It's over. We, we blew that. There's no way mm-hmm. we could get that trust again. That's a, that's a lie. You actually could. Uh, God's do-overs and forgiveness are are complete. And so the trust can be rebuilt. It takes time. Mm-hmm. I can't tell you how many times I'm counseling couples over the years as a pastor. And the person who got cheated on is brokenhearted, obviously. Mm-hmm. They're both brokenhearted. Mm-hmm. I've never seen anybody have an affair and say, oh, that was a good idea. Yeah. Right. Uh, but the, the one person is just crushed. How could my spouse cheat on me? Mm-hmm. And the spouse who cheated is feeling terrible about it and is apologetic and is coming to the realization, okay, that was a horrible idea, worst idea I ever had, Mm -hmm. uh, or giving into it. But then the temptation for that spouse who did cheat is to say, okay, I said I'm sorry, so that should take care of it, right? Mm. (laughs) It's going to take some time. Yeah, and I think about some of those other things we talked about, uh, keeping God at the center and praying together. Those are things that are going to continue to unite you, yes. help you build that trust, yes. so right. that that faithful peace feels better. Mm-hmm. Yeah, th- these all connect. Yeah, these are not disjointed. You know, uh, biblical characteristics of a healthy mm-hmm. marriage. Having that communication, mm-hmm. ha- having having the actually finding joy in the midst of the season you're in, 
uh, having that commitment to be loyal to each other, all those things help build the trust. Yeah. So it isn't just, well, I'm not going to have an affair, and so then that's going to be it. Well, that's what you do because of all the other things, too. Mm-hmm. And, and they all they all fit together. It's like a beautiful puzzle, mm-hmm. right? That, that comes together and makes a great picture. Yeah. Well, good job. Yeah, that, that was great. So that's our two-minute drill. Yeah, we did Which it. we went four and a half minutes on, on most of them. But, you know. It, it was worth it. It was worth it. So we've already gone deep into some things. But let's just dive a little bit deeper into what I believe biblically is this uh, math that doesn't add up in the world. That, mm. that one man plus one woman could equal one. Mm-hmm. That's what the Bible says over and over again. And this isn't just some obscure passage off by itself. It's from the beginning of creation, affirmed by Jesus himself in Matthew 19, affirmed again by the Apostle Paul later in the New Testament. And there's no, there's no contradiction to it anywhere along the way, no hint uh, of, of anything else except marriage is supposed to be two becoming one. So, if that's the case, it seems to me that we have to pursue each other like we've been talking about. What are some of the ways that you would encourage people uh, to do that based on the experience that you've had in, in, in marriage? What would you say to people who are tuning in to say, here's, here's how to become one. Here's how that bond happens. We've talked about a lot of different things. But one of those things, I think, is meeting emotional needs. Mm-hmm. So as examples, maybe, we could say, here's, here's what I know about Sally, or here's what she knows about me and, and what you guys know about each other. These are the... These are among the top needs, and you don't have to get too personal. Please don't. <laughs> but, <laughs> but, but to say, here's the things that I know I can do for my spouse mm-hmm. where I can actually serve, because the Bible talks about mutual submission of husband and wife, that we would give ourselves to each other in this way. Mm-hmm. And I think the way we do that is we say, well, what are your needs? So what would you say those are, and how would you encourage people to to talk about this with their spouse? Mm-hmm. That's a big question. I think that um, some things that come to my mind is like one of the things I love about Chris is that he's super driven and that he loves uh, business things and all all sorts of things up that alley. And he has jobs that uh, can require more time. And I respect that. And I respect that he is still an individual. And so while we're married and we are one, part of the way that I feel like I try to honor him is by letting him do his own thing sometimes. And so if that's work more or he loves to run, giving him time is one way that I try to respect that about him and let him be who God created him to be. Um, and he definitely gives us uh, the support that we need and time, and we try to manage all that well, but we talk about it. Yeah. Well, the the flip side to that is one of your top emotional needs is quality time. Yeah. And so it's it's a very interesting dynamic. Yeah. <laughs> but but the you know, it makes it all the more special than mm-hmm. knowing that time is especially with three young kids and and work and everything else, time is in short supply as it is for everyone. But to know that that's the top of your list and then to make uh, a deliberate action and, yeah. and time for that um it, it, it means, it means more, yeah. yeah. That's such an important one. Let, let me dive in even deeper and ask you a follow-up on that, you guys. So, Chris, you're an attorney. You're busy. You've got a lot going on in your career. Um, and as you said, Emily, you know, a lot of times that's going to take him away. Mm-hmm. Uh, and yet, Chris, you're saying Emily really, really appreciates quality time mm-hmm. where we can be together as husband and wife. How do you navigate that as a young couple uh, and with a young family, young kids, 
how how do you you've talked about it but what are how on earth do you manage cuz there are people who are listening right now are like great okay so i've got to spend quality time how am i going to do that yeah how how, do, how does that work out how how do you guys manage that yeah i we sometimes we take it week by week <laughs> yeah. but i think we're constantly talking about it like when are you going to get time to do this when am i going to get time to do that and when are we going to be together um i also have kind of a unique work schedule because I'm here nights and weekends and stuff. And so we just make sure each week that we're setting aside time. We make uh, the time after our kids go to bed a top priority. Uh, for us, that's our key time to be together because otherwise there's just too much going on and a lot of distractions and we're focused on the kids and that's good too. Um, but each day we know we're going to have that time. Yeah. Even as something as simple as finding time during the work week to go to lunch together. Yeah. Um, yeah. And it doesn't always happen, but but to try and find those times. Yeah. We used to do that when we were younger too. When yeah. our when our kids were we still do it, but mm-hmm. it was harder when we were younger. Right. And our mm-hmm. kids were active and then you're you're not just doing your own jobs and and all, you both have very, very busy jobs. Mm-hmm. You're an executive minister here. This is that's a massive mm-hmm. responsibility you have. Uh, we We've both been employed most of our marriage, uh, and we had little kids, and they're they've got activities, and mm-hmm. they're running around. It's easy to just stop dating. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's easy to stop finding that time. Yeah, and so it's so important that you guys are doing that. Uh, I encourage you to continue. And a date can look different. It's like all of a sudden we're at a school conference together. Yeah. Right? They yeah. don't know it, but that's great. <laughs> right? We're there without kids. We're focused on something. This is a good date. We're together. Anytime yeah. we're together, right, right. that's a date. It is nice. It is nice. Find those times. Yeah. Right? Sally, yeah. what do you think? Emotional needs. What? What is it that... Um, that you've learned about that over the years? Well, I think um, kind of like Emily, I mean, you are you are so driven and uh, you work hard while you're at mm-hmm. work and and it's a busy place to be. And so I know that when you come home, I know be, peace at home is kind of, a, is very important mm-hmm. to you. So I try to make uh, sure- I love language. Yeah. <laughs> I try to make sure that when he comes home, um, you know, it's- it's dinner's ready. I get everything. Um, try to set the night a nice tone so he can just come home and mm-hmm. and relax for a little while because then he's probably still working. But yeah. um, but I try to just make our home a happy place, a mm-hmm. safe place, of an escape. You know, um, and I sometimes feel like I might be your comic relief. Not mm-hmm. that I'm very funny or anything like that, but <laughs> oh, you are. <laughs> but um, but yeah, I try to make sure that you know if there's something I can do ever to make life a little easier for you, I try to do it because mm-hmm. I know that's just better for you, and it makes me happy to do that. Well, and, th- and that's huge, and that's not the only thing that inspires me to try to give back, but it doesn't hurt. Uh, but even if you didn't do that, I would hope that I would do this, that I know how important it is to you if I will not just come home and say, okay, I'm done <laughs> for, for the day because right. you like conversation. Of course, and, yeah. And, yeah, and you like that quality time. Yeah. And you want you want to hear about how my day was. Yeah. And while I may not be ready to share it the first five minutes after getting <laughs> yeah. home, eventually we get there and – uh, just listening to each other and and not not coming home and saying, well, you know, yeah, it's kind of a traditional marriage in a lot of ways, but in other ways, it's not like I come home and expect you to be doing all the homemaking stuff. And that's no, it. no, no, not at all. So, so I want to come. I want to contribute. I want. I want to help out. I want to do my part. 
Um, and then when I do, being a man, I usually like to point out what I've done. You know, well, I, say, I do appreciate it. For sure. <laughs> Behold, the closet is clean. You know, <laughs> and I don't know if anyone could have a cleaner closet. <laughs> oh, we we don't yeah. need, we don't need to get that stuff. Yeah, that's detail. right. We, we don't we don't want people to think I'm a detail guy. But anyway, very organized. Yeah. Very organized. Yes. <laughs> the and I love out. that. I yeah. love that. But that's one of the ways we can serve each other. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is is she she goes out of her way, even though it may not be the way she'd do it to have peace at home. I go out of my way to make sure that um, we're doing things her way, even though it makes no sense to me sometimes. Right? <laughs> like Sally has this we're thing. Different. Sally has this thing with lights. Oh, I know. Where atmosphere? Yeah, she's yes. like. <laughs> so for me, you know, when they when they construct your house, they put little light switches on it. Uh-huh. And you hit those, and the light goes on the room, and that should do it. That that should do it. But for it's Sally, too bright. No, for Sally, she hates those lights, and she wants lamps on. It's everywhere. cozy. It's, it's much cozier yeah. than lamps. Yes. For the life, man, I don't understand it. But because I love her, mm-hmm. that and decorative pillows, <laughs> yes. we just go with decorative pillows and lamps. Right. That's how it is Reach. at our house. Yeah. <laughs> I, I fought those for a long time <laughs> <laughs> because it doesn't make sense. It just but you gave in. It's it was it was. I was glad to do it, uh-huh. yeah, because I know how much it means way more to her than it does to me. Mm-hmm. And so that's just one of many ways that I can meet an emotional need, mm-hmm. Yeah, actually, and it does. You know? and, I love it. Because it says I love you. It mm-hmm. says, I know this is important to you, uh, and just as we do things for each other mm-hmm. all the time. So. I also think about these emotional needs as a constant that they have to be a constant conversation because there are weird ones. So yes. uh, you preach all the time. Sally always sweetly sits next to your side. I did one thing on a weekend uh, with you where I was going to get up on the stage and I went home that day that I finally agreed to it. And I told him, he's like, Oh, I'm so excited. I'll be there. I know you don't want me to sit next to you. And I was like, Thank you. <laughs> because my, I just couldn't handle that. I would feel more pressure with him sitting next to me. Right. And so instead I also had Sally next to me. <laughs> which was lovely you did but great. he was there and in the back and that was so much better for me but he knew that about me yeah and that was so cool yeah these are things not everybody probably knows but sally chooses to come to all those services i don't right. i don't make her mm-hmm. but no. i i don't i don't even ask but she knows how important it is mm-hmm. for me to get feedback from her because it's always honest. Sometimes it's brutal. <laughs> uh, uh, not really. It's never brutal. It's just honest and constructive. Um, and that centers me because there are two things on that. One is I know if she says it clicked, then it clicked. Mm. Uh, and then I'm confident in what God has given me, and I'm going to continue to go with it. If she says it doesn't, I'm confident she's right, and I'm going to make adjustments. Two is, and this is, you know, I get a little choked up about this one. If if you're not there, it doesn't count. You know, I mean, mm-hmm. if, if 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 we don't get to do it together, it's it's incomplete, mm-hmm. and it, and it's not as good. So you know, on weekends when you're visiting your family in Chicago or or whatever if i'm if i'm speaking somewhere and you can't be there um it's fine you know I, i'm not saying it isn't significant but it's it's like it didn't really count because we weren't able to do that together that's marriage yeah and mm-hmm. i really miss when i can't be there it's yeah. i love being here mm-hmm. it's it's just great yeah mm-hmm. <laughs> it really is it really is so 
There you have it. Yeah. That's marriage. Yeah. In one podcast. Yeah. Right. <laughs> we'll do more. We will we will do more on this subject for sure. And we're gonna have you guys back. This is yeah. <laughs> you you wanna be on every episode now? Oh boy. <laughs> I'm not sure I could handle that. <laughs> I'm gonna take you that. You guys are the pros. <laughs> I'm gonna take that as a maybe. <laughs> yeah. Run with it. That's right. So wait, let's go to some mic drop moments just to wrap things up. Uh what did we learn here today, Emily? Yeah, I like what you just said there at the end about sometimes we have to look at things like it doesn't feel as complete without each other. And so to be as united and to take life on as an adventure together, it's just more complete if you're focused on each other and on God. Good. How about you, Chris? Any kind of mic drop moment? Yeah. You know, one thing to add, I'm not doing mic drop correctly, I don't think. But if, <laughs> That's okay. If, uh, There's no wrong way to mic drop. <laughs> yeah. You know, I, I for whoever's listening, I, I would tell people, um, you know, we talked a lot about once you're in marriage, you know, how do you what what do you do to keep it strong? Don't rush into it either. You know, I, yeah. I was I was 29 when we got married. Mm-hmm. Uh, choose wisely. Choose wisely. You know, it's 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 it has tough moments, and I can't imagine you mm-hmm. know if if it's the wrong fit. Sure. So, um, mm-hmm. don't don't feel like you have to be in a rush. Don't don't make the wrong choice, and mm-hmm. and you'll know when it's right. Is what I would say. Mm-hmm. Good word, Sally. Enjoy every moment. Yeah. Mm. I like that. Yeah, that is a mic drop, right? Because there's joy in every moment if we look, mm-hmm. uh, even in the midst of suffering, even in the midst of sorrow. Yes. Um, for me, it was it was just it, two, two things. One is a specific thing that, Chris, you said uh, uh, about the thing Sally just said, right? The enjoy every moment part. But then it's it's also, it's just really good to sit down as couples mm. and articulate this once in a while. And and remind ourselves how important this yeah. this relationship is, this marriage is. I hope you guys felt that too, mm-hmm. uh, and I hope those who are tuning in felt that as well. Th- that is my mic drop moment: is that what God joins together is real and it's significant, and there's nothing else like it. There's no other mm-hmm. human relationship like this one, um, and and like the ones that people who are tuning into have with their spouses. Mm-hmm. So so be good stewards of it. Take care of it. Uh, and uh, yeah, love one another the way God has loved you. Thanks for joining us on Pastor Mike Drop, and uh, we've got some great new episodes coming up yeah. uh, right around the corner. I can't yeah. wait to share that long line of great guests. Uh, if if you uh, would like to support us, we really appreciate that. Thanks for tuning in and listening. Thanks for hitting the like button or the subscribe button or whatever it is on the source that you're getting this podcast from. We really appreciate that, and we love you, and we'll see you at worship this weekend. Uh, Until next time.